0: Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower, and I'm here with the Watchmen, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at Warn-USA.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and DanaGlenSmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warn Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn usacom and danaglensmith.com. Lost glory of Americanism, a republic if you can keep it. There is a lost glory of Americanism, the ideal for which many have fought and died for. Is Jesus Christ enemy or Lord in America? This is a much needed question, yet the truth will come out in time. Foundation of God stands true. Society may sink into oblivion of global disorder, but the foundation of God stands true. Our future includes being redeemed, resurrected, and reigning. To be sure, the Lord knows those who are His own. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com Global Gospel India Faith Tech Preachers Classic WARN Radio, Global Gospel, this week Christianity faces persecution. Tech now enters faith and religion with high-tech robotic preachers. Christians are in peril. This is our Classic WARN Radio episode. And don't miss Righteous Branch Rain, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 16 on Battle Lines. In one of the most prophetic arenas of the kingdom of the coming kingdom of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, we find the section in Isaiah chapter eleven. And be sure to get the rising. A Christian fiction thriller by the Watchman Dana G. Smith. There's danger and intrigue, dark forces plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Max Save the United States? The rising details, a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order. And be sure to go to Warren Dash or I'm sorry, Dana Glenn Smith to sign up for the WIBR Warren radio newsletter. And while you're there, you can also visit our Christian books and resource shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Visions media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen.
0: You are listening to WARN Radio. Welcome to another Friday edition of Sound the Shofar, the program that uh, goes through the Word of God. We have a little bit of discussing what the events are in the world, and we kick off the beginning of our weekend. Shabbat is tonight. The world is in chaos today, but... God is in charge. And as believers, we need to let Him... be in charge of our hearts and minds and spirits... through the Spirit of God and the Word of God. We need to focus... And not fear. Because fear destabilizes you. Spiritually. And every other way. We are in the book of Hebrews. This is part 22. We're about done. Thursday nights, we're in uh, Isaiah. We're part, uh, what are we, 125? And uh, we got a ways to go there. Not in any hurry with Isaiah. It's been a great study. Because we've been dealing with a lot of issues that's actually been going on. And uh, the Isaiah, you know, and his writings really give us a lot of insight and comfort. So here we are. Russia is still in the Ukraine. I read early this morning in a qu- uh, quick overview on Getter. ...that uh, Zelensky was blaming the U.S. I haven't listened to his speeches. And, of course, some of them are saying, well, he needs to take the credit, you know, the for what he's done. As well as Putin... I did see a flag he's holding. And, you know, it does have a Nazi symbol on it. I mean, it directly patterns the Nazi symbol. And then he has some other little local identifying efforts for them. So, uh, not sure why they chose that kind of a flag. But uh, being, you know, having a flag that's Nazi and ad- identifying with uh, the German Reich, of course, now I'm German. I have staunch, uh, had, they're passed on, staunch, staunch German forefathers, very staunch. But I also had a Norwegian grandmother who was a Christian and godly woman. And, you know, the faith of Christ was passed to my dad when she took the children to a a meeting of Amy Simple McPherson in Azusa. Then he passed the faith on to me And I passed it on to my children. But uh, my dad always warned me. He said something about Germans. He said they started two world wars. They'll probably start another one. And Klaus Schwab is a German. I mean from the name Schwab. I could be wrong on that. But what he's pushing is definitely going to lead into world war with this great reset because they intend to screw everything up absolutely and it's stuff that I've talked about in prophecy and I've warned about the digital I've warned about online I've warned about everywhere that we were going with this it would enslave mankind and and this reset of Schwab's (laughs) <laughs> is is the catapult for all of that. God, it's hard to imagine we're here when someone's, you know, high enough up in the world and, you know, the World Bank and he's connected to just about everybody, rich and powerful. He just thinks it's easy, you know. Well, we're going to just make them do what we want because we've got the reins. Now Rothschild... You know, they do have everything. They've got their hands and their pocketbooks and everything. No, I don't know how true it is. I've seen an article with Rothschild in it, and that's what he claimed. For years and years, the research has said that. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know Rothschild. But I know he's everywhere when you're talking about corruption and control. I don't know, you know, anything. Don't want to know. I know one thing. I know who I'll serve. And it doesn't matter what Rothschild or Schwab and the other dipwits do. It just doesn't matter. You want to... Because in the end, see, Schwab and Rothschild and all these other so-called controllers, along with their government puppets, you see, they're going give, to give way to the beast that's going to really take charge. So here we are on the cusp of whatever you want to call it. And until you see that third temple built, you're not going to be close to the beast. Of course, some people having him help build it for his own glory... And then he'll set himself up as God in the temple of God, like Paul explains in Second Thessalonians. So at any rate, the world is in chaos. That's why we need a God who can give us peace and salvation and hope. So we've been talking about chastisement. Good subject, huh? Boy, i tell you, the world does not like chastisement. They don't. I don't even think they spank their kids anymore. I was raised to no discipline. To honor my father and mother to know the difference between right and wrong to know that there was a God in heaven he had a son and there was redemption although being raised they really didn't talk about that much but at any rate Hebrews twelve eight. but if you be without chastisement whereof all our partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. That's where we left off. Well, you know, in the old days, the term bastard was used for a number of situations. I won't go into them. But we're... You know, we're a world that has decided to veer away from the morality of our God and Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Russia and China, North Korea, who put together a nice little trio of, you know, I mean, we have, uh, (laughs) I don't know if it's we or not. But there's a number of nations that form NATO. My whole life, NATO hasn't done much of anything. And uh, I've seen their peacekeepers. And uh, some bad incidents came out of that. So Russia would formed their own little group. They all want, uh, you know, North Korea, of course, is developing their nukes real fast because, well, during Trump, he actually went to North Korea, talked to Kim Jong-un, and walked across the line into North Korea. No other president in history ever did that. And yet they hate him. This guy has more hutspa than any president in history. And Joe Biden, he doesn't have nothing. He has people handling him. You know, and I don't even know if he realizes that before people, he's ridiculed criticized they think he's the worst president in history I don't think he's ever realized that but the scripture does have things to say about that about people when you meet the king and he's aged and he's too stubborn to listen to truth and that's Joe Joe Biden so we could say, well, right now we're going through chastisement." <laughs> Everything was fine under Trump, except all those that hated him. You see, they tried to control the media, and Trump stood up to him, along with others. But they hated him because he stopped their what they were trying to do in America. So they want to get this thing done with Joe Biden. And they're pushing it. And I can tell you this much, I've wondered if the American people had enough chutzpah to stand up to wickedness. To say enough's enough, we want our country back. So, of course, Joe Biden is working on getting rid of the gas and the oil, where in our region we use it. In our region, when you wake up, it's colder than blue blazes out there in the wintertime. But they don't care. They don't care about you at all. You're a puppet. You're somebody they're going to rule and make you do what they say. But see, there's a difference here. We've got the Word of God. We've got it in our hearts. We've got a God that's going to hold them all accountable. And he will. But you see, if it hadn't have been for my dad teaching me and my mother, my mother taught me too, about there's right things and wrong things. And in scripture, it's the same way. God deals with us as his sons and daughters. And there comes a time when God sends chastisement, not just to an individual, but he will send it to an entire nation to turn them around. But when you get, you know, with rulers like Putin... And Z, and even Kim Jong un, or the Ayatollahs in Iran, they're not going to listen to anything that the Western media or anybody's going to say, especially the Christians. Christianity. You know is despised and hated in a lot of places except for those who know the Lord and we've reported on the persecuted church for many many years but we continue to see the enemies of the Lord coming to him for salvation just like Paul the Apostle did and so this makes them even matter, because people are coming to the Lord. What's the matter with them? They're supposed to be Muslims and they're co- coming to the Lord or Hebrew, uh Hindus. Yeah, well, even in the Hebrews, I'm talking of the race. I'm talking of Israel, you know, there's uh, Moaz, Israel. There's a number of other, there's a lot of Messianic believers in Israel reaching, trying to reach the Jews right now. But events will unfold and they will come to find out who the Messiah is. Now see in verse 9, you know, everybody is a partaker of chastisement that is in the context of what paul is saying here in hebrews and i believe paul wrote it there has to be that control and see there are controls are supposed to be within the churches But having experienced certain events firsthand within the church. As a youth pastor. I know that there's jealousy and there's rage and there is lying and cheating. And there's politics. There's a lot of things that are dirty nasty. A lot of good things. But we've got, we've got to clean this stuff up. So there is chastisement. America's being chastised. And it's uncomfortable. There's things going on in this country that it's not the way it used to be. And there's a reason for that. Because Christians who were Christians and went to Christian churches didn't raise their children as believers. See, they don't even believe the stories about Hitler and Nazi Germany or the extinguishing of the Jews. And Hitler did that while the German people sat around and allowed him to do it. So I wonder, America, are you just like that? Are you going to sit around and allow somebody to tell you what your nation should be like when we've been here? How many hundreds of years? A couple of hundred years plus? We know what should be, but we shouldn't allow leaders like Joe Biden or Obama or any other leader to be up there like a demagogue and just write one little thing on a piece of paper and they screw it up for all of America. But that's what they do. Now, remember when Obama started doing it, and I I told Tower and others, and I talked about it online. Now, from now on, that's what you're going to have in presidencies. It's not of the people. It's who you can get in. Now, see, a lot of this happens because of sin. And God allows a lot of this stuff to chastise, to wake you up. Now, Paul points out in verse 9 of Hebrews 12, Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us and we gave them reverence. Now I question whether that is even happening today like it did when I was a child or my dad. Because you can talk to like my father-in-law who's passed on or my dad who's passed on or my mother or my mother-in-law all gone. Now, Tower and I, along with others who are the children, now we rule and we're the next ones to go. And see, we taught our children. Some of us did. Tower and I taught our children discipline, morals, what's right and what's wrong. But even when you're taught, sometimes you go against it. I did when I was a child, a kid. But the Lord got a hold of me. We always say, well, we found the Lord. The Lord wasn't lost. You were lost. He found you. He knew where you were at. And he worked to bring you back. But see... I learned, if I wouldn't pay attention, I had a two-inch leather belt applied to my backside, and my dad would whip me, saying, well, this hurts me more than it does you. And I remember getting spanked, saying, thinking to myself, well, give me the belt, and let me try it on you, and then we'll see what if I really hurt while I'm beating you. <laughs> see, being corrected as a child isn't fun. Not when your dad is using a two-inch belt. But I know. You lipped off in some previous households. You'd get the back hand of your dad and you'd wind up on the floor. You were taught to mind your manners, mind your elders... Now see, now we have no chastisement. We are raising our kids to be woke. We are telling our children at an early age, boys that you're girls and girls that you're boys, anything to screw up the normal process of raising a man or a mature woman. And so our society is totally screwed up. And one of the reasons is we don't have morals. We don't have Christian authority in the Christian homes. We've preached other gospels, not the true gospel. Because we thought we could do it without all that. See, although my dad spanked me, I honored him. I loved him and reverenced him, and that's what Paul says here. We have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days uh, chastened us after their own pleasure... But he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. God just doesn't do it because he enjoys it. He does it for our own good, in order to get you into his kingdom. And Paul says in verse 11: Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth a peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. The end result is you're going to draw closer to the Lord. You're going to wake up unless you reject him. And that's what Paul is saying in this. If you reject him, if you get mad at him and you turn away, then you're not a son of God. You're a bastard. Now, see, we, we have entire denominations. We have, we've always had, it goes way, way back. There was a lot of, as Paul said, and the other apostles, they warned of what was coming when they passed on. Because deceivers would enter into the church. And they did. And they were grievous deceivers and corruptors. And so there's a whole pile of of stuff. We look back at the apostles after they left that people did in the church. And, And some of the greatest persecutions were done by the Roman church in the early days. And they did it upon Christians. But see, the emphasis wasn't on being born again by the Spirit. The emphasis was on church attendance. You had to be part of the church, and the church was God. That's the Roman church. The church is not God. And the Pope is not the vicar of Christ. But that doesn't matter, because you have to make up your own decision. I can tell you what you need to do. You need to make sure that you've repented and you were born again to the Spirit and you're walking in His light. Try out John 1, John 3, read John 10 through 18, Romans. I would go from the first first chapter to the seventh chapter read the whole book but that particularly deals with some things concerning uh, redemption and things you need to know First John all of the whole book but First John 1 outlines how you should walk because that's the whole idea Now, see, the idea is to bring forth the fruit of Christ within the believer and to stop the behavior. And I've been at odds with God, both as a teenager. And there was rebellion in there. And part of that that set me off was intense pressures in our family from a sickness that my mother had that was grievous. And uh, it was scary. And somewhere along the line that, that affected me. But after a few talks with dual price who happened to be the sheriff of the town and my dad a stint in the service and a little growing up and getting married I woke up and I truly truly did repent and totally was changed. So is my wife. And God called us. And the rest is history. So here we are. But even during that, the walk in Christ can be difficult. Because I was in the churches, I was a pastor, youth pastor. and i met deacons that didn't like new ideas that didn't like what i preached one sunday morning because i had to get the bus ministry going i tried to get them going no one would come but when we went to the softball games guess what everybody showed up and they won a trophy and i said well when i stand before the lord i can tell them truthfully that while we didn't get the bus ministry going, I was able to uh, see them win the softball championship. <laughs> that didn't go over very good with the deacons because they were some of the biggest players. Uh, not deacons, but board members. It was on a Sunday morning when they greeted me and told me to pack up my bags and get the out of their church because we don't want you here. We don't like your kind. Yeah, it was hateful. So eventually, you know, I'd move down there with my entire family. I even helped them while they got another pastor, not realizing that the pastor would become another pastor with this other one. And they would shelve me during the holidays, close to the holidays. So there I was without a job, put there by board members who didn't like what I preached. And uh, so for 12 years, I had an issue. I, I estimate that. I never did not disbelieve. I never fell back from the Lord. I just had a little discussion but see, in Bible school, where I graduated, I had a missionary. And it's a funny thing. I remembered his words after the whole event, and but it took me a while to get healed. And he said, always preach with your bags packed. And so today, it's a different story. Because we carry on our own ministry. We discuss all of the church around the world, globally. We cover the persecuted church actively. We have certain ministries that have boots on the ground that we support. And we appreciate the ministries like Samaritan's Purse and Franklin Graham, who among all the preachers in America he will stand up there and tell you what what needs to be said. While most of the churches won't even mention homosexuality and the truth of marriage, he will stand up and tell you that marriage is between a man and a woman. And in the beginning, God created man and woman. And you see, it takes... The spirit of God, the love for God, and the dis- discipline. But see, Billy Graham went throughout all of this land. His son, Franklin, and there's some other kids in the family. And and you can go through uh, Franklin's son, and there's, there's Will Graham, there's a number of them, and daughters. And then they have kids. They have a whole line. <clears throat> See, when you get that, and see, that's the idea. When you have discipline, to prepare your children to make it to the end, to be able to stand when you're gone. And that's what God wants in the church. He wants you to be faithful, get through it, Join him, but if you've done something wrong and won't repent if you're on the wrong path If he didn't do anything, that's where you would be at the end. He doesn't want you on the wrong path He wants you on the right path the godly path the path where he can fellowship with you Make no mistake he's serious in this all you got to do is have sense enough to look at how God dealt with Israel and one of the best lessons is found in the 66 chapters in Isaiah. So Paul says, as a result of all of this, on discipline, he says, Wherefore lift up the hands which hang down in the feeble knees. Make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but rather let it be healed. See, you know, I like all of that. Because don't mope over it. Say, yes, God, I'm going to repent right now. Get over it. And make sure your feet are straight on that path. Because if you're in sin, you're going to have those feeble knees. And you're going to be lame in the spirit, lame in the flesh, because you're not right with God. get up, lift up your hands after you repent and say, okay, I'm going forward. That's what God wants. Because you're going to need his help, especially today. Now see, personally, number one, I don't like this Agenda that came through Obama and Biden both. I don't like the agenda they're trying to push on the world. The pandemic was nothing but baloney. And and I could go into detail on that as to why. But see, they're planning continued things until you get broke down. Um, And on the other hand, I see Biden as that one who really is affected mentally. Cognitive decline. And he's being used, told what to do. And I don't think he really understands how many of the people just hate him for what he's doing. Now, see... I don't consider Biden at all. He's not my president. He certainly isn't going to tell me what to do. Now, yeah, he can get the cops and he can, you know, take you off and throw you in jail for no reason at all like they did the J6ers. But the bottom line of it is, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I won't do. And I don't care who you are. And I don't care what you do after that, but I'm not going to do it. There's certain things I'm not going to do. And Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego is a perfect example. Being in Babylon, they were supposed to bow down to the idol and do what the king said. And they said, Well, sorry, O king, our God is able to deliver us, but even if he doesn't, we are not going to bow down to your idol. That ain't going to happen. Daniel was thrown in the lion den because he he wouldn't cooperate with him because he had the faith. He knew what he had to do. And some of the best examples, I think, are, are Meshach, Shadrach, Abednego, and Daniel and what they went through. It just wasn't being about thrown in the fire or thrown in the lion's den it was about them personally and how they stood up to authority that was wrong and they weren't going to violate their conscience or their faith with their God now that's where you need to be church and when I speak of the church I'm talking about the people because the people are the ecclesia the church your church building is just a nice building because you're in a rich country And you happen to be able to afford it. And you all got good jobs. And etc. etc. But that building is just a building. It's a place for you to meet. And that can be good. But the reason you have an anointing in a church. Is not because of the building or its architecture. It is because of the God that is inside the people. Who are true worshippers. For Christ said... Where two or three are gathered in my name there am I in the midst. So when you have one believer meet with another believer That's two God is in the midst that's church three. That's church four. That's church and When you get there worshiping together in unison the glory of God will fall down not because of the church but because of the people in that building who have Christ inside of them, the hope of glory. And they have his spirit. So Paul says, lift up your hands. Stop having the feeble knees. Get your faith. Get solid on the ground. Get right with God. You know, and and if you're being tempted by the devil over something, repent of it, whatever it is. Even, you know... If something comes by mind and they keep using it, just repent of it and then rebuke that spirit. But make sure your conscience is clean and your heart's clean before God because he knows everything. But one of the verses I like the best, I love them all, but for direction. Okay. Hebrews 12:14. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. <coughs> now, that is actually connected to another one. Inasmuch as possible, be at peace with all men And see, we are a divided country. But you're going to be around sinners. You're going to be around people that may be homosexual, gay, lesbian. They may be, you know, a lot of things. But in as much as possible, be at peace with all men. Follow peace. And God's holiness. Because we don't need to tell them they're dirty, rotten sinners. They need to know Christ. And there's a lot of them that won't listen. That is until God begins turning on the heat for them to wake up. But God didn't call us to fight everybody on earth. He called us to be at peace. And you're going to have wars. You're going to have nations that want to conquer. That's what sin does. And in the end of days, like we're in now, Christ talks about the wars and all the things that are going to happen and he says categorically these things must needs happen but the end is not yet so just because you see all this going on right now and Russia's threatening the world you know because he's not getting his way and all this other stuff and Putin has had a lot of issues at home too and he's calling them all traitors see everybody's right except for Putin That's what you get when you don't have a way to discuss things. He's a dictator. In America, we have dictators, and that's just what Biden does when he's following this agenda, pushing it down our throats. This is America, and right now we do have a Supreme Court, but they want to ruin that so there's no justice. If we hadn't have had the Supreme Court, we wouldn't have had the victories during COVID and all this other stuff. Because it's nonsense. Wearing a mask is nonsense. I knew that from a kid. From a kid. And of course, I had some serious illnesses. I got through them. But the thing of it is... Masks will never stop viruses. And they have the the plastic masks on (laughs) at one grocery store we went to. They always had them on. For months they had them on. Every day they go to work and they had to have a mask. And the hypocrisy of it is you know, you had to have a mask. The workers had to have a mask. But you see, the one checking out all your groceries, she touched everything or he touched everything as they checked it. So what's, what stops the virus from getting on his hands? Nothing. Can a mask stop anything? No, not a virus. It will. It does not work on a virus. And even today, we still see people with masks. I ain't going to tell them nothing. Fine, you want to wear a mask? I don't care. I see them driving alone with masks. I see them walking alone. They got masks on. They're outside. There's nobody around them. What do I care? Go ahead. I'm not going to do it. And what about them gloves they make them wear while they check out? Well the virus can get on the outside of the gloves. duh and they're touching your products. duh. See the whole thing is for control. And what I'm trying to tell you here is that we don't have time to get mad at God for chasing. We need to adjust our attitudes, adjust our lifestyle, walk in the way he wants and move forward because you need to, you're going to need him, To help you, to deliver you, to be there for you. But sin will separate you from God. And that's why Paul admonishes lift up the hands, the feeble knees, don't be discouraged, get your butt out there, live a life for God. Make straight paths for your feet, walk in the way that you're supposed to walk. And don't give place to the devil. We not only gave place to him in America, we set set him up shop here. And one of the reasons they don't want abortion, you know, that they do want abortion, rather, is because a Satanist came out and said, this is how we worship Satan. Well, I knew that long before he ever said it. Because I researched it, I also... Uh, got in on interviews by former Satanists and including the women who uh, in a certain enclave of Satanists she would get pregnant and they would use that baby and abort it now see that's why they want abortion legal in those days you had to kill the baby abort the baby in the womb then that was a legal abortion the minute you got the baby out of the womb and killed it it was murder that's truth That's why they want to have abortion up to the time of birth and even beyond after they come out of the canal up to 28 days. Maryland's doing that and there's others. You see, murdering it outside of the womb. That's not abortion, that's murder. You can't abort a baby and call it abortion. We're going to have abortion up to 28 days after birth. Well, that's stupid. Abortion, it, <laughs> you know, it's in the body. Well, no more. They want it out of the body. This is blood guilt, and this is going to wring more judgment on this nation. You're going to be cursed. Now, I don't care if you don't like it. That's the way it is. Now, you can either listen or not listen. That's not me. I'm telling you. But see, this is this is the damnable thing in nations. See, because the the curse of blood guilt, the curse of going against God is detrimental to the survival of this nation. And so he says in verse 14, I said this. Follow peace with all men in holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Look diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, thereby many be defiled. Lest there be any fornicator, profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. See, after he goes through this chastisement, he's telling you, you have to be have straight paths. Walk how God wants us to walk so you can be healed and follow peace and holiness because otherwise you could be defiled. You will fail the grace of God because of your actions and what you've done. Because sin separates you from the grace of God applied on your life. There's still the grace of God, but one day the grace is going to be gone. It's not going to be there forever. Example, the wrath of God, period. You see, and, and it these verses that follow, lest there be any fornicator, profane person, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright, that was Esau. See, these are all... Why do you do that? So you don't fail the grace of God. So you don't fall outside that purpose of God. And God is not there for you. That's why we need to pay attention to these things. But see, what we like to do is change stuff. We like to speak about the points and then we need to rebut it, make excuses. God doesn't take excuses, it's repent. Father, thank you for this word. I, I pray, Father, you bless those that hear this, undertake in their lives, heal them if they need healed, body, mind, soul, and spirit. Bring them victory. Lift them up. Help them to hear. Help them to see. Help them to understand. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, Also, pick up my book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. It is on major, major houses online, major publishing and, you know, book places uh, overseas. And uh, you can go to my websites. They both have links to where you can find them. Uh, The book page is over on Dana Glenn Smith and that has a link to another link that I have set up where you can find it in, I don't know, 20 or 30 places. But you can find it on Amazon. Walmart had it through uh, online and I don't know who, who was selling it on there. And so there's a lot of places you can find it. It has a lot of prophetic impetus regarding what has happened during COVID. I wrote it before COVID. There's a lot of things I put in it that COVID actually occurred. And so this is a good book. It's it's a thriller, a Christian mystery, and it's the second of a series. Check it out and buy the book because that book, and the purchase will help to fund the ministry and fund me as a writer. Because i don't been doing this for years and years and years. I don't take anything, you know, I don't get $2,000 a month or $1,000 a month or 500 a month. I do this because God called me to do this. Because he stood behind me. ...one night and called me to this specific end time ministry. I didn't write him a letter and say, oh God, do this. Send me something to do. So, check it out. And be safe, my friends. And if you want to get a hold of us, there's only one way. That is on our websites through our contact page. I do not answer anybody online... It is nothing but a trap online. And uh, and girls, if you're online, put some clothes on. And you too, guys. Give me a break. Shalom, everybody. Good night.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of
0: The Warn Radio.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and five-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?